Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders around the world. I've got some updates for you internal to the podcast. I think you're going to be rather excited at some of the things that I'm going to be announcing. And then I've got some things that happened yesterday, firsts for the show, and I'm going to talk about those. First, let's get the particulars out of the way so we can get right into this. CryptoTalkRadio.net is the site. I do encourage you to take a look at it if you have not done. And for those that are new across any of our platforms, we welcome you. We appreciate you. Check out site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. You can learn a little bit more about where we came from and where we're going. I'm steadily doing work on the site, increasingly working to get more of a presence, expand the brand, develop things out, add value to those that support the show. And I want to make sure you see that there's tangible things happening. And that's what I'm going to be talking about here today. If you have anybody that you think would benefit or appreciate the coverage that we do, we do ask that you share CryptoTalkRadio.net to them. Let them navigate over there on any device that they choose and take a look for themselves. And hopefully they appreciate the content as much as you do. That's our hope. We work hard to try to make that happen. So once again, thank you. If you're a subscriber, if you're not a subscriber, we appreciate that you're listening to us today. This will give you a good sense of our flow because we're pretty consistent with it. Given that this today's episode is going to be more of a traditional episode, but I am working to try to streamline the length for the next month or so. And that's because of things going on. That's going to be part of my internal updates. So let's go ahead and kick the tires on that. Now I've been going back and forth on the move. We have finally gotten all the rest of the T's crossed and the I's dotted. All the contracts are signed. Everybody involved seems happy. (laughs) Now, um, to be honest, it's lower than my usual rates, but that's okay. I'm willing to work with this organization because at this point, even lesser money is better than the position I was in. So I'm willing to accept a little bit less money. And I do believe that there's strong opportunity for more with this. So it puts me back on the track of growth. So the month of May, I got the month of May, is going to be huge for me as an individual, for the brand CTR, potentially even for my other business that I have outside of podcasting. I want to commit to everybody. Podcasting is now kind of a hobby of mine. It's something I enjoy doing. I enjoy interacting with you guys. I enjoy hearing from you. That's why I always start with CryptoTalkRadio.net so it gets kind of in the groove. Because I want to hear from you. Any comments, questions, suggestions, feedback, I enjoy reading them. I enjoy acting where I can. I can't always, but if I can, I want to act on them. To that point, we've gotten a lot of great feedback through the YouTube channel. A lot of listeners appreciate our coverage there. And there, I have a spoiler that's coming here soon about that. But a lot of people appreciate our coverage on YouTube. That one's growing rather steadily. We're getting close to our 500 subscriber count just on YouTube alone. That's huge because it took... A long time just for the main podcast to exceed a thousand listeners, and I'm using Spotify as my reference. Turns out that many of the listeners on the iTunes side happen to be Satama folks. And of course, the Satama folks aren't really very happy with me. You might wonder why they're not happy with me. It's because I tell the truth about what I think about Satama. And I encourage anybody to be truthful about a project that's let you down. If you've listened to me for a long period of time, you know I've been let down by Paratoken. I've been let down by Satama. I've been let down by SantaCoin. Because these are ones that I didn't see anything wrong with the code at all. And they're just being mismanaged. They just have bad people in front of it. And I never want to see that. So 
the way that I'm doing this, the podcast and the shows on the YouTube and everything else, as a lens of an investor, I'm an investor just like everybody else. That's what I am. I am evolving and I'm learning right alongside you. And my goal is to help educate you, teach you how to fish. I don't want to do the work for you. If I do the work for you, it doesn't stick. Many others that do what I do, whether it's the podcast or it's YouTube, they will basically walk you through it. They'll pull it up. They'll scroll the website. They'll scroll the white paper and they'll go through it for you. I argue none of that sticks. You can test me on this. I don't think it sticks and I don't think you retain any of what you were told. So you eventually get to this TLDR situation where you just want to get to the point. Should I buy it or not? And then we can't really ethically tell you whether to buy it or not, which means there was no value in us going through it and scrolling for you. I'd rather you do it so you learn what to look for. That's why I always talk through the things that I see and where I'm going and the things I look for and the smoke report on YouTube. I do all these things because I want to educate you on what to look for that gives me red flags and then why they're red flags to me. You look at it, you may not consider it a red flag, but if you at least have a greater understanding of why something's a concern, you can now make an informed decision for your own portfolio. I'll go ahead and get to my spoiler now because it ties to my next point. Just yesterday, yesterday evening to be very specific, I was guest on Believes. He has a channel. Believes is someone who has guested on my show before. Uh, some months ago, he has a YouTube channel. He is pretty dominantly a YouTuber influencer. He talks about a lot of different projects. There are some that sponsor him, and then there's some that he independently covers. And so we've gone back and forth on a number of occasions because we have similarities in the way that we talk about different projects and our appetite for different cryptocurrencies. There are things that we differ on in terms of the fundamentals and traditional coverage or technical coverage. He's more about the graph than I am, arguably. I'm more about the soft stuff than he is, arguably. But I think there's a connection, and I think it flowed very well. I guessed it on his show yesterday. So if you get a chance, check out his YouTube channel, Believes Crypto. I believe it's still that. It might be Keanu Believes. I know he's on Twitter at Believes Crypto. Pretty sure his YouTube is still Keanu Believes. If you can track him down, and I'll, I'll, I'll also share this in the show notes. If you can track down his channel, I do recommend it if you are interested in the fundamentals coverage. The look at the graph, interpret the graph, understand the resistant points, see where things are going. I was a guest on the show, and it was ostensibly just to talk about Satama. However, we got into a bunch of different topics, and I had a good time. That would be the first, as I'm building out what is going to be, and this is my spoiler alert, I would do a drum roll, but the microphone doesn't like to play it. There will now be a subscriber feature. I have it built. I am currently testing it, and I'm about to wrap up my testing, so I have my results. But it's going to be, it's pretty much live now. I just haven't linked it from the site. That's my next step. So I'm going to talk you through the way that works, just so that you're interested, in case you're interested in doing this, we have a number of ways of supporting the show and specifically Crypto Talk Radio and the way that it's built. There are some people that have taken advantage of some of these and some people that have not. What I wanted to do is try to centralize this a little bit more. So I've talked about creating a premium area. Mind you, access to the podcast and the audio you're hearing now and the regular audio of the show will never change. That's my commitment to you. I will always have the free audio available through the podcast platforms, including YouTube. There will be exclusive content on the podcast that's not on YouTube and exclusive content on YouTube that's not on the podcast. But the YouTube gives you, if you're one of those that likes the shorter, quicker episodes, down to the point episodes, YouTube's going to be where you want to go. 
what I'm building, and it's going to really depend on if I can get anybody to subscribe to this new function I'm creating. The moment I get a subscriber on this new deal, I'm going to go ahead and launch the YouTube podcast feed. What that'll let you do is you'll be able to plug that into your app as a separate podcast. So if you want the quick and dirty episodes, you'll have that. If you want the longer episodes, you'll have that. If you want both, you'll have that. What could be better? And they're free, but I'm going to make it available as part of the subscriber feature. So you can go to YouTube right now and pay nothing, but you wouldn't be able to add it to your app without jumping through some hoops on your own. If you join us as a subscriber, you can add it to your podcast and then you'll have the audio on both of them and any additional audio and you'll be able to keep that podcast for however long. So that's under wraps now is this new subscriber function. I want to talk you through how this works. I think it's important that we understand. There's technically four tiers. One of them already exists. When you go to the host, which is Substack today, and you put in your email saying that you want to receive emails from the show or about new episodes, that's tier one. It costs you nothing. You're just getting a message telling you when there's a new post. That's still going to be there but it's just going to be a different sender. So the sender is going to change. I think it's cleaner. I think it's more professional looking, frankly. Um, I've tested that part. That's ready to go. And then I'm tying it into this new subscription portal. So you'll be part of what's called the community. There's the community. Anybody can join the community. It doesn't cost you anything. It's free. The community gives you access to, as I said, notifications of episodes as they happen, as well as any special messages that I might send. The special message, hint, hint, wink, wink, could include potential savings and discounts and things, coupons, on the actual paid subscriptions at different points during the seasons. So let's talk about the tiers. Obviously, the brand is CTR. CTR means a bunch of different things. By itself, it doesn't mean anything. So center stage is how it's pronounced in the name of the brand. CTR, though, could mean crypto talk radio, could mean casual talk radio, could mean combat talk radio, in addition to some other ones that may come in the future. However, CTR also represents the initials for the different plans in what I'm referring to as the triad. This is the membership. The triad membership is a paid membership. There's three tiers of that one. And it's basically if you want to support the show in exchange for these value-add things. These are not replacing the existing podcast you're getting to get today. You're going to get the same podcast you get today whether you do this or not. This is value-add stuff. I think when you see it, you're going to be thinking I'm. it's like a steal because I'm giving a lot away in appreciation and I'm not asking a lot, but any help does work, right? It's I want to make sure I can keep delivering the quality that I give you, but I can also take it to the next level and the next level. I want to keep raising the bar. I'm already, arguably, up there in terms of the bar from a video perspective, which you haven't even seen yet. Lighting, audio. Audio is not even at the best I could get it. There's a lot I need to invest in. To do that, I need support. Or I have to wait. So we can either wait two months, no problem, but I realize that there may be people, and people have actually asked, that want to recurringly support the show. That's what this is. So let me break this down. Again, the initials are CTR. Cobalt is the lowest level. It's a dollar a month, just a dollar a month. And you're like, that's low. Yes, it is. Because this is what some people might be okay with. One dollar a month. And what it gets you 
is access to the entry level of the value add services that we offer. So I'm going to break down when I go down these services, there's a whole bunch of bullets when you go to this page that you'll see and they break down what everything does. Cobalt gives you access to the smoke reports that I talked about that currently go to YouTube only. With a Cobalt membership, you'll be able to go into a portal and see all the different smoke reports when we publish them to YouTube. You'll have access to those too. If you've never seen a smoke report because you've never gone to the YouTube site, the smoke report is a summary that grades, think of a rubric in college. It grades different criteria about the cryptos that we cover so you can see what we think about the white paper, about their community, about their network. But this white paper that you're going to see is better than the one YouTube sees because it's also going to go into details about the code. If we see flags in the code that are potentially risky, if we see flags with the people behind the project that we think are risky, you're going to get all that data. YouTube doesn't get it. You also get access to our basic cryptonomics 101. This is a new educational set that we're going to be creating. These are going to have a combination of audio and video. There's going to be some video to it because I have to show you something in some cases. These have never been aired. Some of them have, but the majority that are remaining have never aired on the main podcast. We've had a couple air on YouTube, like our Rug Pulls episode, our SHIB episode. Some of them have aired on the main, such as our Wallets versus Exchanges. There's a whole slew of other ones. I don't want to spoil you with the ones that are out there, but my brain has a whole big library of just basic cryptonomics 101 things that I'm making available to you that you can go into at any time and learn a little bit more about what we think, including if we have source material that we're referencing. So for example, classes that you might want to take, let's say you want to get into developing cryptocurrency or just understanding blockchain. We can recommend classes that you can take that'll help you wrap your head around a little bit better. That's all included with this. Access to the audio without ads for the duration of membership only applies in a distant future. Today, the only ads that would ever be the case would be a host read ad, and you couldn't even tell because of the way that I do it. And I've only ever had one, and it was so transparent, nobody even knew that it happened. What this bullet is saying is sometimes, especially when I move to the new host, there may be situations where an ad is introduced outside of my control. This bullet allows me to intercept it and say, this group of people will never be subject to ads because I'll be able to give you the straight audio from the source. Ability to request transcripts of any episode. This is different than what I plan to do. There will be transcripts on a go forward basis. So at some point, probably sometime in May, I am going to start posting transcripts to the site for CryptoTalkRadio.net. The transcript for the go forward is going to be imperfect. There may be some imperfect translations. Uh, or recognitions, but it'll at least give you something that's searchable. So let's say that you were just interested in a certain topic that you recall that I talked about. You can go to the transcript, do a control F and do a search and refresh yourself on what it is. And it'll give you the timestamp in the audio. So let's say if you want to go into the audio stamp also, if we do, because it's for any episode, if we do a video version of the podcast, you'll get the transcripts of those too. You won't get the video podcast, but you'll get the transcript of the video podcast that you normally wouldn't get. More often than not, if I do a video podcast, the audio will be made available to you. However, sometimes you miss it, right? Sometimes it's going too fast or maybe the guest is hard to hear or something else happens and you want to reference the transcript. That's what that's going to allow you to do. Ability to request a revisit of any previously covered cryptocurrency. So, 
Sometimes there are cryptos where they change. They have a migration, they change tokenomics, they change leadership. Something has changed to a significant enough degree that you think it's worth a revisit. Take another look at it. You can request that. You can come into a forum that we're creating. You can submit and say, can you please request or do a coverage on this token? Tell me what's changed. Tell me if there's something specifically I'm looking for. And I will actively go and do a revisit on it and then make it available. And you'll get credit for the submission on the air. All of those I just mentioned, that's five bullets of value. None of these are there today. And all five are included and you only pay a dollar a month. Just to kind of give you a sense of the flow of this thing that I've thought through for a long time, I think there's tremendous value for a dollar a month. And you're wondering why it's only a dollar a month? Because ultimately, I have right now around 2,000 total subscribers if I count every platform that I have. If I count the followers on Twitter, I count the subscribers on YouTube, I count the Spotify, I count the iTunes, um, Stitcher, uh, Podcast Addict, CastBox. If I calculate all of them, it's about 2,000 folks. For me, if I were only able to get, let's say, 1,000 of them, 50% of them, to just do that one, I'm set. Not only am I set from a show perspective as in improving the show, it offsets a significant amount of the salary I would need for my regular living. And so I wanted to give as much value as I could, but I don't think it's, I don't think there's a need to charge more than that because if I look at the list, there's not a lot of effort for me in anything that I listed other than the basic cryptonomics 101. Because that, of course, they're there, but I need to prepare them. There's video that's not there now. I have to prep the movie. I have to have hosting. There's a lot to it. And so that's all going to happen. With the basic cryptonomics 101 and anything where I'm posting any video of any kind for these, chances are it's going to be Rumble, not YouTube. The beauty of that is that with Rumble, I think it's better performance. It doesn't have the same censorship. I have a lot more creative freedoms to it. So I've already been thinking through, okay, how can I minimize how much I have to charge you guys? In exchange, you're doing something that basically is $12 a year. Let's be realistic, folks. Most of the people out there in the world, especially the United States, I should be fair, in the United States, probably spend more than $12 on one pack of smokes or one bag of weed or three cups of coffee at Starbucks. So... That's for a year's worth, mind you. So I think it's fair, personally. And I took a long time to try to make it as fair as I could, but I knew that I wanted to make sure I give you as much value, too. I didn't want to be cheap with it. The next level is titanium. So now we're at the letter T, titanium. Titanium gets everything cobalt got and anytime AMAs. This is cool. The way this works, there's two levels of AMA. You know what AMAs are. It's ask me anything. In the way this works, there's two levels. One, there's a form. You can go into a dashboard and you can say, I just want to ask them a question. Or it's something I'd like you to talk about on the show. Or it's whatever. You have a place dedicated to you. Everybody sees it so they can vote on it. They can say, yep, that's a great question. They can even leave comments. We can chat about it back and forth. Let's say it's a something that's a community-based question that we all talk about. You can do all that with the AMA tool. This titanium gives you access to that tool. But you also, I'm going to be launching for the subscribers only. 
video AMA. The way this works, if you do check out Keanu Believes, Believes This Deal, or any of the other ones that are out there, they'll do an AMA session, and all they're really doing is they're just making themselves available, and they talk through the chat, and they interact, and they respond, usually over the air. That's what I would do here. This will be hosted through Riverside, and the reason that I can offer this through Titanium is that the subscription price, which is $5 a month, by the way, allows me to pay for the Riverside subscription that I need in order to actually do the broadcast. So consider this as for your $5 a month, you're getting the video AMA, which doesn't exist today. I'm turning that on. And you're getting the ability to ask me a question through this portal at any time dedicated to you. So you don't have to go through the comments form and fill your stuff out again. It already knows who you are and I know who you are and we get, we create that community, but that's not all. You get video versions of guests. This is cool. Today, if I have a guest on the show, there is video of it somewhere. So thus far, we've had Dior Token. We've had Joshua Sagala. We've had Bleaves, Bleaves Crypto. And then we've had ETH Jets. All on just Crypto Talk Radio. And these are all specifically Crypto Talk Radio. But we've had those four guests on the show so far. I have video for each one of them. A, a Titanium member you'll be able to see that video. Now, I warn you, the video is raw because it's unprocessed. There's no cleanup. There's no audio optimization. There's no high pass. There's no noise gate, nothing. So it's going to sound rough, especially like for the most part, Dior is like Dior striking. His name's striking. His sounds amazing. Mine sounds like crap. <laughs> Believe sounds pretty darn good. Mine sounds hard to hear a little bit. And then uh, Joshua Sagala. I think mine didn't sound, mine sounded a little muffled. His sounded a little bit distant, a little bit. And then with each Jets, I think we both sounded amazing because I was using a different tool. So you're getting the raw, unprocessed audio, the behind the scenes of the thing. That's what this gives you. You'll be able to go to a, a thing that allows you to click and see the video of something that we've done as a guest. Now, if you're new to the show, these are all episodes that are also available in audio today. So if you just want the audio of any of these four I mentioned, Dior Token, Bleaves, ETH Jets, or Joshua Sagala, you can go search the archives and you can hear the audio today. And it's the full audio. It's not edited or sliced except for, you know, issues with the recording. It's the otherwise unaltered audio that you have now at no charge. So if all you care about is audio, you have that. But there are some people who just like to see the video. They like to see the person, especially if it's like the token. So like Dior token or EJets, they like to see the, the video of the person. That's fine. That's what this gives you. You also get as an option. It's not required. As an option, you can get a personalized, handwritten, signed letter from Leicester. Yeah, the mail, actual mail. And I don't care in the world where you are. As long as the postal service sends to you, I'm willing to do this because you're paying. I think that's a good service. If you want it, some people might think, oh, that, that's pretty cool. Yes, I'm willing to do that as an option if you want to do that one time. Finally, you'll get the availability, and this is per month. So every month that you pay, $5 each month, every month that you're a paid member, you'll get a complimentary one-on-one -on -one video session, 30 minutes, with me, Leister, for any help that you want with cryptocurrency. When I say help, obviously, I can't give you financial advice. I can't tell you what to invest in specifically. I can't tell you anything about the dollar amount. I would not have any direct access to anything that's sensitive or private. We're talking things like setting up a wallet for the first time or transferring to a different wallet or 
how to navigate, you know, Alpha Wallet or how to navigate MetaMask or how to navigate Trust Wallet or how to move from an exchange to a wallet or how to move from a wallet to exchange, that kind of stuff. Where you just need some guidance or talk through. Or let's say you want to get on a different network. You saw some token, it caught your eye, and it's on Avalanche. And you want to know the cleanest, easiest way to get on the Avalanche network. That kind of thing. I can talk you through. We would get on video for 30 minutes and we crash course through it. You get this once for every month that you're a paid member. So if you want to just have a recurrent thing, we can do that. Every single month for 30 minutes, I'll video up with you and we can chat through it. Now, of course, if you're in a different time zone, and many of you probably are, we'll just have to coordinate time schedule, obviously, to make sure that it works on all sides. I have a tool that does that. So most of my availability is going to be on the weekends because that seems like it's easier for everybody. But we'll figure that out. Point is, you get access to do that if you want it. You don't have to do it, but it's up to you. And I think some people might actually see benefit in that. And again, this is all, everything I mentioned in Cobalt and this five I just mentioned. So now you're getting 10 different perks all for $5 a month on the titanium. I think that's a steal, in my opinion. The last plan is Radiance, the R. Radiance gets everything in Cobalt, gets everything in Titanium, and airdrops of any cryptocurrency that we create or that we receive. This is huge, folks. Airdrops. So one thing I talked about, there will be a token. I have the vision of what I want it to do. The next step is to actually build it. I have two choices. I can contract it out or I can build it myself. I believe for integrity reasons, I should build it myself. Also to remain accountable. I'm not going to give you the mechanics of how this works because I haven't thought that far yet. I know what I want to do. I need to figure out how to make it do that. So the way this is going to work in May, probably June, probably June, I'm going to be crash coursing on how to create this thing. There's going to be actually two tokens. One of them is going to issue the other one. I'm not going to give any more details, but I think it's going to be pretty cool when you see it. I believe that my setup, if I can make it do what I think I can make it do, is game changing. I don't think anybody else in the business will touch what I've got set up. If you become a Radiance Triad member, you will have access to an airdrop of the cryptocurrency. The first crypto, you'll get an airdrop of that one. You'll stake it to get the second one. The second one can only be obtained through the staking mechanism. It cannot be purchased. It cannot be sold. It can only be traded. That's part of the trick. You're thinking, well, what's the point? Trust me. Once I get this done, I'm telling you right now of what I see, nobody's going to be doing what I'm doing. Others, they pretend like they're doing it, but I think the way I've got it designed, you're going to think it's game changing. I assure you, once I get this done, your, your mind is going to be blown once I pull this off because I'm pretty sure I can pull this off, especially once the, the more people that sign on to this subscription because I'm using the subscription, the vast majority of the subscription to support the show. Part of supporting the show is also this token and supporting its tokenomics. The more people that sign on to this one justifies what I want to do with the tokens and essentially it pays for itself. That's my vision. I'm going to be putting some money in myself off the side because I need to have skin in the game. I'm just telling you, once you see what I've got in vision, I believe you're going to agree it's game changing. 
And again, the second token will not be bought or sold. That means it's, you must be a subscriber to the show in order to benefit on the second token. Think of what that means. It means I'm going to make it inflationary so it can be minted. However, it will only mint based on a subscriber joining. That means scarcity because as more people come on, the liquidity is going to naturally grow so that it balances out with the increase in token supply. So that means it's going to start with a very hugely constrained supply. That means it's price and the price really of the second token won't matter. Once you see it, it won't matter. My point is the value that it's going to drive for that trade is going to be huge. And again, I think it's game changing, but I need to brainstorm it all out on how to build the second token. I'm pretty sure the first token, I've already gotten it done. Second token is what I want to make sure I have it built because my plan is to have both available for you at some point in probably June. And once again, the first token, when it releases, you'll, once I got it done, you'll get airdrops of that one for being a member. That one, that one's also inflationary, but not, it's not the same kind of inflationary. That one's only inflationary in as much as it needs to be to support the second token. So they're going to be kind of not pegged, but there's going to be a core, a ratio. This one will be like a five to one ratio. So you'll, for every five of this one would equal one of this one or something like that. Very unique structure. This is all my brainchild. Having watched so many tokens that suck at being innovative and stepping outside the, the bubble, this one's outside the bubble because it doesn't care how much you do or don't know about cryptocurrency and anybody can understand it and anybody can follow it and then anybody can buy in, quote unquote, simply by joining the triad. I plan to make the triad the next big thing in crypto communities by showing that we can pay back. We can pay back to the people that support us as a show and as a brand. So number one on that list, again, in addition to what you get in cobalt and titanium, but number one additional is when we have cryptocurrencies that are available or we might get cryptocurrencies provided to us. And that's a spoiler a little bit. It's part of this whole project that I'm creating. Let's say we have partnerships. Let's say we have anything, anything at all. Anytime we have crypto that we have available to us as a brand, you are going to partake in part of it as a subscriber. You also get access to a cryptocurrency faucet. If you don't know what a faucet is, faucets are a way for you to get access to cryptocurrency, mostly gas tokens. So like AVAX for the Avalanche C-Chain, uh, Matic for Polygon, ETH, right? BNB for Binance Smart Chain, uh, CRO for Kronos and so on. There's usually these gas tokens, Phantom. And if you're getting in the network for the first time and some of these networks, they spin up and then you see a token and you don't have the gas and you can't buy into it. So what you'd need to do is you'd have to find somebody who can convert to it or a bridge. The best bridge I've found is Elk Finance. Well, I took Elk Finance's concept and I decided to design a faucet that's only available to members when we have this set up sometime in 2022, I don't have a firm date on this because I need to build it. Then I need to test it. Then I need to secure it. So there's a lot of work on this one, but the way that works is once a month, you'll be able to go into this deal. You'll be able to request basically drips of pretty much any of the gas tokens. When I say any of the gas tokens, you'll be able to, and I think it's probably going to be like a dollar's worth of any of them every single month. So let's say that 
in this month, you just needed to get started on Phantom. So you need a dollar's worth of Phantom. A dollar's worth of Phantom takes you a long way because the gas fees are like six cents, 10 cents. So it takes you a long way if you wanted to buy into just get into the network first time. So you'll be able to go to this whatever and say, okay, I want my Phantom for the month. It'll drop you to your wallet a dollar's worth of Phantom. That's the vision on how this works. This will probably be a D app. That's why it's going to take some time for me to build it. And I have to secure it. I have to make sure that it's not abused. I won't be able to secure it beyond whitelisting. So I have to figure all that out. There's a lot to that one. But you will get access to that faucet. And you'll be able to do that once a month. So now think of it as I'm basically refunding you a dollar per month. I haven't even told you the price yet. It's going to blow your mind. The third one is when I do the guest recordings, which I do the guest recordings whenever they want the smoke. When I do the guest recordings, you will have a reserved audience seat. An audience seat basically says you'll be able to watch and listen as I'm talking with the guest. So you're, it's like you're there in another room and you're observing what's going on. You won't be able to directly interact at that point because it's not a live AMA session. The live AMA would be directly with me. Later, there may be guests where we do an AMA with the guest. The reason I don't do those is because... They often get derailed. They go off the rails sometimes, and people have a hard time asking questions. So the plan here is with the AMA forum feature that I talked about with Titanium, you'll be able to submit those questions. So you'll know one thing that will change with the subscribers. You'll know in advance which token I'm going to interview. You'll be able to submit questions to that project through this forum so that when it comes time for me to get them on the show, I will ask your questions on the air, giving you credit as the person asking. It's the same thing. So you get your answers. It'll just be asynchronous. This gives you basically the ability to watch as your questions asked on the air and be able to hear directly from them instead of after the fact. So you'll hear what the guest is saying long before everybody else on the podcast because the recording is live. It happens right away. Then I post-process the audio. Then it goes to the podcast. Then it may go to YouTube in parts. So you're like first. You're getting priority access to this. All of the stuff I just mentioned, so you got 10 bullets, five on cobalt, five on titanium, three additional ones on radiance. That's a lot, $10 a month is all I ask on this one. And again, with the way that the faucet's going to work, it's essentially me refunding you a dollar a month because you'll get a dollar a month in the cryptocurrency faucet. But for $10 a month, you get it all. It tells me that you want all the smoke and that you believe in the show and you want us to be around a long time. And again, some may question the pricing. The pricing is designed to be the lowest possible for the value that I think it's driving. I don't, I'm not trying to rip you off. I'm not trying to get enriched off you at all. How much money do I really need to sustain the show? But also how much money do I need to grow the show? And then what's the lowest amount of money that achieves both aims, given how many subscribers I have already. So that's what's on deck. It's built. It's ready to go. I'm going to be adding the widgets to the main page for the site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. If you were already subscribed through Substack, so basically whenever I post an episode like this to the podcast, you get that email and it says, hey, there's a new episode. That email is going to continue. That's part of the community. So that's the free community everybody's part of. You're already moved over to the community. That's taken care of. These that I'm talking about with the triad are paid only subscriptions. So to get them, you would need to go in, give your credit card, and then you sign up and then it'll bill you once a month. 
I chose to do monthly. I did not do annual because I didn't want to lock anybody in where you might not have been satisfied. This way, let's say that you try Cobalt for one month. You've lost, what, $5. You get to experience what it's like. And if you like it, you can keep doing it or you can upgrade to Radiance or you can downgrade to um, a different plan. So you have choices. You can move. You can interplay move from the free to the one, to the five, to the 10, or down to the five. You can change your membership pretty much at any time without having to contact us, which I think is cool. But I think you can also upgrade if you see that you there's more value or let's say that you're seeing that there's really strong value in this and you want more of it and you want more of the features that I talked about, you can always upgrade at any given time. When you see the portal, it'll tell you what you get in each membership bucket. It's just like if you went in and were trying to buy a plan on anything else. You'll just see the buckets of each plan, hit the plan, say sign up. You can also even gift memberships to people. So let's say that you have family members or friends and you think, that some of this would be beneficial for them, you can gift a membership to somebody else. That's cool. All of that's created, built. This new membership portal, one last thing I'll mention on it, when you go in there, it's a slight bit confusing, so I'm going to be creating an FAQ on how to get around because it's a little bit, I don't like the way it's laid out. But you have a dashboard. The dashboard just jumps you to our subscription because chances are you've only subscribed with us with this. Once you go in there, you'll have two primary options you have to care about. One of them says episodes. One of them says AMA. The AMA is pretty self-explanatory. You go in there and you can request uh, to ask questions. And then I would post an answer or you can say you want it read on the air. If you do the AMA and you read it on the air, then on that next episode, I'll read it on the air and then I'll tell you which episode that it appeared in if you didn't get a chance to listen to it live. Like, let's say if you do a, let's say if you want a question that you know there's going to be a guest, you're not going to be able to listen on the show. I don't have the answer right away. But let's say you have to go to work or something and you're not going to be able to hear the answer, but you still want to know what it was and which episode so you can listen to it later. If you submit the question, I'll do the, the guest recording. And then I'll come back to your question and I'll let you know which episode it's in. I'll even let you know when the timestamp is if you want to skip the rest of it. So I now have more interaction. I can tell you more than what I could have done today. The other point I'll call out, this layout also is around the podcast subscription itself. So it assumes that you're, I'm giving you dedicated podcast episodes, which I'm not. I never would. But it's going to try to prompt you to add a podcast, a specific podcast feed to your podcast app. You don't have to if you don't want to. It's the same podcast feed you do today. The only difference would be if later I chose to do a specific subscriber-only podcast, which I can't think of a reason why I would do that. Because it feels like if it's just audio, why do I care? Like I don't care if there's specific audio by itself, unless if it was somebody like, I don't know, Tim Cook or something, but that would never happen. So my point is, the first thing you see when you go in this dude, he's going to prompt you about adding a new RSS feed. You don't have to do it. You can if you want. It doesn't matter. It's the same feed you have now. It should be. If you choose to do it, fine. Just know that it'll nag you. Where you want to go is episodes, because that's going to give you any questions, any posts from me. Whenever there's a post, you'll get an email about it, so you can go straight to it. But episodes or the AMA, ask me anything. Those are the two that you want to really care about. Everything else is kind of fluff and I can't turn them off, unfortunately. So 
Hopefully all that's gotten you excited about what I've been working to build and I was able to meet my deadline of April to at least get it created and get it ready to go. And everybody, again, that's on Substack, you're already on the community side. I've already got you set up. You haven't gotten an email yet because I'm still kicking the tires on some things, but you're going to get an email and it just lets you know how to get in. And the way you log in is cool too. When you hit the uh, link that you'll get in the email, you can log in with a what's called a magic link. So basically, it'll just it'll just say, okay, enter your email address again, and then it'll email you a special link that sends you straight in. So you don't have to worry about a password, and or you can set a password. I would recommend setting a password later. First, let's get you used to the new site if you choose to go in it. You don't have to go in it. If you don't go in it, all it'll do is just notify you whenever there's a new episode. So it's like nothing changed. So you could completely ignore the email I send you to welcome you to this. If you want, it doesn't matter to me. Um, the reason I think it's good to at least kick the tires and kick around and take a look is so that you're familiar. And if you choose to join in on the, the plans uh, that you can, and you'll be able to do that from inside the portal. You can change your plan from the free to any of the other ones. I'm going to have as well a front portal page for anybody that's not in the Substack. So if you're listening to this and you don't know what I'm talking about with Substack, it probably means you're not signed up. No problem. There'll be a page from the website. You click it and it will take you to the different plans, including the free one. And you can choose to sign on one of those. That will replace the current Substack widget that I've got on CryptoTalkRadio.net going forward. Now that I've got this done, my plan then is to go ahead and move the podcast this weekend to the new host because now I've got the replacement for the notification feature and that was the only outstanding. So I'm going to be working on that this weekend. That will keep me right on target for my goals in April to get it on the new host. The new host, I'm okay with the way that it flows and the terms and everything and I've got my backups and everything cool and I still have Substack if I need to roll back. So I'm going to be doing that this weekend. That's a, I'm letting you know like two or three times just so you know the podcast is planned to be moved this weekend. You shouldn't have to take any action. There should be no real disruption or change based on my past testing. However, I will say this. If you're listening from iTunes, there's a bug in iTunes where the thumbnail doesn't work on the podcast deal. It's showing the wrong thumbnail. That's going to be fixed with this change. If you're listening through Google Podcasts, there's a bug where it's not updating the episodes like it needs to. That's going to be fixed with this change. So a lot of these things are just going to transparently fix themselves because I've got Gentleman's World working, uh, Casual Talk Radio working perfectly. So now this is the chance to fix <laughs> Crypto Talk Radio, get it to the new host. And when we move to the new host, hopefully start embracing some more subscribers because the new host seems to do a much better job about identifying and enticing new people to the platform. And that's what we want. The more I can grow and the more I can hopefully ideally convince subscribers to join on the triad, it'll allow me to invest back into this and make it do what I want it to do. The last bit of news I'll cover, and then we'll get to an underdog token real quick, and that won't take that long. There's a potential that there'll be a fourth podcast added to CTR brand. I'm still waiting on the results of a poll that I put out. I don't want to bore you with the fine details of what it's all about, but suffice it to say, I created a community completely unrelated to the other three some time ago. And after I created the community, 
I didn't go back and revisit it like I should have. Now I've taken a look at it because I was just kind of stumbling around and stumbled on it. And it occurred to me that I need to go and I need to take a, take a look and give them a chance to tell me if they want me to create a podcast for this community. So far, I haven't gotten anybody voting on it. So I'm going to take that as no. However, there's still four days left on the poll. If it turns out that people do want this, it would be a fourth podcast. It would not disrupt or affect Crypto Talk Radio in any way. It would be completely separate. But what it does is if you have an interest in the topic for it, you'll have another place that you can go and listen to the episodes and updates. Speaking of which, Casual Talk Radio is going to be joining more platforms. It's going to be joining TuneIn Radio here soon, as well as uh, Stitcher and some other ones. So I'm making changes outside of crypto. I'm just letting you know this now uh, while I still have the time. That's all I got for internal news. There's not really much external news that's any different than what you're already aware of, other than the bull run seems to be starting a little bit. We're starting to see some more green. That's good. We don't know why, but we're starting to see a little bit more green. This, I think it's temporary, but I do think May and June is going to have some bull run activity because of the tax refunds. I think people are going to be buying into it. So pay attention. Please don't FOMO in off the green candles. But just be aware if there are projects like ApeCoin. ApeCoin is one that jumped like double. It doubled. And I had a tiny bit, like $2 in the darn thing, just to watch the price movement. But that's one where you just don't want to be tempted by the FOMO. Now that ApeCoin is not expected to go too much past $30 per. It could, but it's not expected to. So my point is, don't be tempted on the green candles. Now is the worst time because it, the temptation is going to be strong with these as we hit this green period. So try to do your best not to be tempted about what you see and kind of hold the line and then look for, again, the strong projects, the ones that look like they're going to stand the test of time. And it's hard because you don't necessarily know if the token's going to be around forever or the team craps out or something else. You just don't know. And I perfectly understand. Do the best you can. Again, hold the line and be patient with what's going on in the industry and the business. I think many of it, much of it will pass eventually. What we just need to do is just be patient, calm and patient, and not react. Because I think the temptation is to react. And it's an understandable reaction, you know, why we would do that. We are human, flesh and blood. I'm just saying try to fight it off. Let's go ahead and cover our underdog token. Once again, this will not take too long at all. This token, I looked at this very briefly. And it has a couple of things that stand out different than everybody else that caused me to at least stop and take a look at what it's doing. And then the chat with Bleaves yesterday. This topic did come up, and as a result, this is a good example that I can just talk through. This token is called Tiger Queen. Tiger Queen. The site is tigerqueen.io. If you want to check it out, I do encourage that you do so. This Tiger Queen site, the one thing that stood out to me was they actually created a TikTok site, which I've never seen a cryptocurrency with a TikTok site. Now, of course... The TikTok site is just kind of, it's just basic, basic information. What's DeFi, what's hold, pancake swap, tokenomics, uh, things that are listed. So they're quick and dirty, bite-sized chunks of updates. I thought this was good because a lot of people have ADD. <laughs> they, they can't focus for like 10 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever. 
And TikTok forces you into a three-minute dude, and that's kind of annoying to me. But the fact that they did this, I think, was good. Now, there's not very much traffic there, but the fact that they have it, I think, stands out because it means they thought about that community. There is a community of crypto in TikTok, and the fact that they thought about it was just at least intriguing with me. But it calls itself a social community. It talks about education. It talks about protection. It talks about instructions. It talks about guiding. Basically, it's talking about helping people navigate cryptocurrency. So I looked a little bit deeper into this dude. For the tokenomics, when you look at the page, and again, I challenge you to look at the page, they have money set aside for supporting local charities, primarily wildlife protection efforts. That we In the conversation with Believes, this conversation came up with one of his subscribers about tokens that purport to uh, support charities. And part of the problem is that it's hard to hold them accountable. You can't know that they're actually giving the full amount of money. Even if they give some money, how do you know that they're giving the full amount of money to the charity? There have been tokens that said, you know, we're going to reforest parts of Canada. And then they give a check for like $10,000, but they collected $100,000. Well, that's just as bad. Just because they gave some doesn't absolve them if they didn't give all of it. Especially if there was a commitment to give a certain amount or greater. So I'm not calling it as a red flag, just it caught my eye. There's a community moon bag, 2%. Reinvest into other cryptos based on the voting system. Profits paid out only to holders who have never sold. So there's two things to digest here. First, the reinvest in other cryptos is very similar for other cryptos I've covered, like multi-chain capital, multiverse uh, capital, um, and others that do, basically they're, they're farming. Farmer Doge. They're farming other cryptocurrencies. They, the voting system, though, stood out. It's like, okay, so we're going to ask the community which ones that we should do. Other tokens like EarnHub tried to do the same thing and arguably could not succeed. But with this one, with Tiger Queen, they said profits are paid out only to people who have never sold. So instead of today, and part of the risk, if you've heard Bleed's episode, he talked about the reflections and the fact that reflections still go to wallets. There's like a dusting. There's always reflections going to wallets, which kind of affects the holder count negatively because you're not, you can't really trust it. In this one, if you have somebody who buys in, right, and they hold, but then they sell for profits, they're still getting the profits from this bag, from this uh, farming. In this one, if they're only going to give it to people who have never sold, that does encourage holding, so that might be appealing to some people because it means that we are trying to reward those that hold as opposed to punishing those that sell. Does that make sense? Like, and I do encourage you to listen to the Bleeds episode because one thing I, I don't like is if anybody tries to tell me or you or anybody else what to do with our money. I made this the case. Some people trade crypto because they want to get rich. Some people trade crypto because they're dealing with elderly parents, grandparents, whatever. Some people trade crypto because they want to change the world. Some people trade crypto because they want to reforest. Some people trade crypto because they want to end world hunger. Regardless of your motivation, we are individuals. We have our own reasons that we do this. And I don't want anybody else telling me what to do with my money. The fact that they do it this way, it's not doing the disincentive way. It's not doing the threatening way. It's not doing the punishment way. It's actually using incentive, incentivizing holding the crypto. I actually like this that they're willing to do that. And I plan to dig a little bit deeper at some point. 
2% goes into liquidify. This is an Ethereum-based token. That's so just FYI, because I didn't mention it. It's an Ethereum-based token. Two point, it's actually 2.5% sent over for liquidity. 1% burn buy. So I'm assuming, because they didn't elaborate, but I'm assuming what they mean when they say burn buy is they're purchasing it and then they're sending it to a dead wallet. I'm assuming that's what they're doing. 2.5% for development and marketing. Many tokens suck, frankly, at having a dev wallet or a marketing wallet. Good to see that. In what they plan to use the marketing funds for, they said education, crypto news, curation of crypto news, educational content, promote the token, community enrichment, creating web development. They didn't call out shillers, but promotion of token kind of assumes it. I haven't, I haven't seen very much shilling of this token for what I've looked at. Here's the one thing that I think is a little bit of, not a concern, but it's a little bit of a turnoff. I can't describe it any other way. They categorize their holders in tiers. And this is okay because, you know, like I just talked about the different levels, but that's for a paid subscription. And it's based on how much you put in and you get different levels of rewards on the back end. So theirs is a similar structure. There's a tier one. If you just hold anything, they said receive access to pre-sales one hour before public launch, but the token's already launched. So that one's moved. And then receive community moon bag profits based on percentage of holdings. So everybody gets this. Everybody get, that has not sold, you get the bag, because that's pretty much the only benefit, is you get the bag profits based on holdings, assuming you did not sell. Everybody gets that. If you hold $250 billion or greater, it talks about the pre-sales again, but once again, the pre-sales already happened, so I'm not sure what that's doing. I, I don't. I'm, I'm making the assumption there's something in their portal with this farming that is part of this whole pre-sale that they're not clarifying because I don't know what that would mean other than the token that we're talking about. The only other thing you get then is it says access to an altcoin telegram alert channel. So I don't know what that means. It sounds like that there's some sort of a, a tiger queen altcoin. So it sounds like there's some other coin that they're creating that they didn't outline anywhere else on the site. That concerns me, but I haven't got to the white paper yet. But there's apparently some channel that you get access to in by being a holder of this. I'm assuming there's some bot that they're doing to enforce that. The concern I would have is the only way it can enforce that would be to give it access to the wallet. And I would never recommend that you give your wallet address, public or private, to a telescam channel. Tier three is anybody who has a trillion or more tokens. The only thing it adds is an NFT giveaway, airdrops for holders, and then access to a whale telegram alert group. This makes somewhat better sense. The tier two doesn't seem to make sense to me, but that's because, again, a lot of the information isn't really clear. There's a roadmap. The roadmap is currently sitting on phase two. It's not got any dates, which I think is a problem. It doesn't tell you anything. And the roadmap doesn't say anything about altcoins at all. So there, again, that's the struggle. I don't know, really know what they're talking about. They have a Discord, TikTok, Telescam. And they also have a clubhouse. I'm not aware of clubhouse. I never heard of it, but seems like it has a pretty healthy membership here. Looks like it's mobile app only as far as I can tell. So that's already a non-starter for me. Yeah. Social audio app. So it looks like they're probably using this instead of uh, Twitter spaces is my guess. Unfortunately, if it requires you be on a phone, it's never going to be something I would use. 
And I would, I can't hold it against them, but it doesn't move the needle for me personally. Uh, you can submit an email directly to them if you choose. I see that. And that's it. So going then into some of their other topical matter. There's a page for education. The education has basically high-level details about how to get into the token, uh, their replays of the audio that's on the Clubhouse deal. Um, and this is a good section because you can go and you can presumably <laughs> listen to the audio of these. But if you're on a computer, maybe you're SOL. Okay, so you can listen to the audio. You just can't see anything. But you can listen to the audio, so that's at least something. So there's replays of all the stuff they did in Clubhouse that's available. Uh, instruction on how to join the community. They talk about the moon bag. It gives you the outline of how much is in there now. Currently, it says 50 grand. I don't know. It's kind of weird because it's got 17 ETH. Yeah, I guess that's about right. Yeah, 17 ETH, so 50 grand is in there right now. And it looks like the moon bag may be in slightly an unhealthy state, perhaps. Uh, it looks like they're trying to get cross-chain, so they wanted to get on Phantom, Crow, uh, Mana, Solana, Chains, and they may have already done so because they've got they've got things laid out. Now, the weird thing is that, well, no, I guess that's the gas token. Yeah, so I guess it's fine. So they, I think what they're doing is they're they're possibly farming different networks, and they're just telling you the prices of the network. Uh, recommendations for that. Charts, the charity. Let me check a look at the charity stuff. Food bank. Reflections, more food bank stuff. Uh, Big Cat and Carol Baskin. What they got there, and then they take votes. And then Crypto Wildlife Collective is their main thing that they want people to support, it looks like. Has NFTs. Says Real Tigers Digital Metrics. Valuable NFTs. First Minute is 56 digitally scanned 3D models of the big cats residing at the Big Cat Rescue. Downloadable content to track the animal's health information, location, history, and camera feed. This reminds me of the old school where you could adopt a, an animal from, um, I believe it was the Humane Society. Either that or the Wildlife Park. I can't remember. But there used to be a thing years ago where you could adopt an animal, and it gave you the same thing. You could see stats about the animal, how they're doing, um, even a feed. I'm pretty sure it was the Wild Animal Park now that I think about it. So that's actually pretty cool. Um, if you can follow an animal that you, quote, adopt via the NFT. Uh, receive 0.01 ETH for every beta NFT minted of their big cat. So there's a little bit of passive rewards with it. And it looks like that's all it's got. And then the chart movement is not pretty. I would not say it's something that is going to trigger any FOMO, so I have no concerns uh, at least talking about it. I will say that, according to Dex Tools, it's not on any other network. So the other chains that they called out, I don't know if that's a future state and they're just talking about it now. But as of right now, it's only on the Ethereum chain. And again, it's not, it's not an amazing chart. It's not terrible, but it's not an amazing chart. So I don't, I'm not worried about FOMO buys for me talking to you about it. Less than 1,000 holders at this point, uh, close to 3 million market cap, liquidities, six figures, volume, six figures. Seems like it's in a generally healthy state. And possibly just lacks the awareness uh, and attention for this type of a project. All right. So that's all I got as far as the positives on this thing. 
Let me go ahead and cover the negative. And fortunately, there's only one real negative that I can see. Actually, there's more than one. That's not fair. So number one, I said I was going to take a look at the white paper, remember? The reason I didn't is because there's not one. And I don't know why there's not one, but there's not one. I did scour the website just to make sure I didn't miss it. There's not a white paper. And there should be a white paper, especially for something like this. There should be a white paper. It's live, so it's actually trading. And I believe that the lack of white paper may be harming them, believe it or not, because some people look at that kind of stuff, believe it or not. So white paper's missing. Two, there's no names, faces, LinkedIn accounts for the people involved in the project. I think it's important that we have that. I don't see it. I think it's vital that we get it there. There's no really no reason why not to do that. Three, I'm not sold. I understand why they're doing the tiers, but for their what they're offering, I'm not sure I'm sold on it because they're talking about pre-sales but not really explaining it. And I assume that if you were sitting in their telescan, they would have explained it, but it needs to be on the site. What pre-sale, what are you talking about that people get access to? Okay, and then when we say access to TQ altcoin, you don't explain what that is. What is the altcoin? Where is it? What's its name? Well, how does it work? What's its tokenomics? They don't explain any of that. It's just taken for granted. And then whale telegram alert group, okay, no problem. Special NFT giveaways and airdrops, okay, no problem. So your tier three is amazing. It's your tier two and tier one I have a beef with because none of the stuff is explained. And because you don't have a white paper, I can't look at that in order to see if you had already talked about it. So those are the things that stand out there. It's like, well, first get the names, the faces. I'd like to see that up there on the site. I need to see a white paper and I don't know why it's not there because I think it should be there. Everything else, I think is pretty solid. I just, again, it seems like with being a charity based, not charity based, but it's a charity token that wants to give to charities. I'm instinctively skeptical of those. These guys may be perfectly legit. I don't know. They may be perfectly legit. I'm just usually very skeptical when I see that they're doing that, um, that they're not, they don't have a lot of information available about them, who they are, what's the project, da 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 da, da. When I see that's the case, I get really, really sketchy and I'm not really sure if I trust it inherently, as opposed to if there was going to be a project where they say, yes, we got our face, we got our names on the site, we got a LinkedIn, because then you can track them down if it turns out that they steal the money, right? <laughs> uh, so I, I think, to me, it looks like a decent project, but it feels like there's a lot of things missing. And I'm not sure if that's just because they didn't think about them, they didn't think they were important, which would concern me, or that there was something else that's that's going on as to why I don't see these things. So anyway, if you want to take a look at this guy, tigerqueen.io is the site. Feel free to take a look. It's on the Ethereum chain, so Uniswap's what you're dealing with. Take a look, and maybe it makes sense to you in what they're doing. I don't see any issues as far as like community or any of that kind of stuff. It seems like they're doing a passively good job running their community and running the project. And I don't get the sense that they're anything that's blatant outweigh. In the contract code, if you do take a look at it, I'll tell you this. There's apparently some hold because it's Ethereum. I don't have the market move, but according to what I'm told in uh, token sniff, Apparently, there's a wallet that holds a lot of tokens, so they have whales, is what that's saying. When you have whales to a significant degree, and when we talk whales, we're talking more than like 5% of the supply. The whale could tank the project if they dump it. 
Uh, it's not renounced, so that doesn't necessarily mean anything by itself, but it is a risk, at least to be aware that that is. And they could change the fees. They could also change transactions. They could also mint. These also have an effect on your ability to sell and the ability for the uh, project to persist value. So I would say that these are, some of these are concerns from a, if you were to invest in it as a hold, there are strong concerns. If you're investing in it because you want quick pump and dump, I wouldn't say so because of some of the mechanics they have in there. And it looks like it was a copy potentially of another project that rug pulled uh, like a month ago. So there's some red flags on it. Uh, if they're listening to this, love to have them on the show to chat about it and talk about what we found and see what their responses are. Because if they're serious, I would like to help them out. But take a look, tigerqueen.io. Maybe to you it looks perfectly fine. That's all I got for you here today on Crypto Talk Radio. Hopefully this has all been exciting stuff that I've covered, especially around the new membership stuff that's coming down the pipe in the month of April. I should have that rolled out probably probably near the end of the week because I plan to have it done before April 30th, but there's a lot more going on. But that's the plan. But I got it done. That's the That was the hard part. <laughs> so that's coming. Hopefully that's been exciting to hear that that's coming. Uh, the new website, I've been toying with different designs. And until I can do what I want it to do, I'm not pleased. I came across a couple, but they look just the same as what I got. And if I'm going to do something, it needs to be better than what I got. So the new website design is coming as well. A lot's coming, folks. And I hope you kind of resonate how serious I am about this and my trying to keep this thing going. But it's about a community. So what I'd like to do is ask again, CryptoTalkRadio.net, let us know with your comments, questions, suggestions, feedback at the bottom. We'd love to hear from you. Because we want to make sure that at the end of the day, it's serving what you need, is doing what you need. This that we just covered today was quite a bit, but it was because we're getting to the weekend and I knew the move was going to happen. A lot's happening in May. I wanted to get all this ready, told to you so you know what's coming, so you know I haven't stopped. Next week, Tuesday, the 2nd of May, we're going to be back on another underdog token, just as usual. There'll be another update about the site. Probably will not be an update about the move until that following week, May 9th, because May 9th is when I'm supposed to start the new endeavor. I'll still be where I am, but I got to figure some stuff out. So May 9th, then you're going to hear some updates about my new endeavor. As well, if everything starts May 9th, the publish time, so not the date of recording, but the time I publish the audio for the podcast will shift a little bit given my new endeavor, because I'm going to be working a different time zone. The upside is that for me, it doesn't change what I'm doing because I can publish anytime I feel like it. The downside is that for some of you that are not in the United States, you may not get the audio until the following day because I'm going to be doing it in the afternoon in U.S. time zones. So as far as like East Coast time out here, Eastern Standard Time or Eastern Time, the latest I can anticipate that it would be up would be like 8 p.m. Eastern. Latest. I can't imagine it be any later than that. But the thing is, in some other time zones, you're already in the next day. And I apologize for that. There wouldn't be much I can really do about that unless if I record the evening before and schedule it for the morning after. The problem with that is it disrupts 
casual talk radio, which I don't want to do. And then it creates where I'm having to record an extra day, which I don't want to do that either. I'm going to play it by ear. My commit is you're still going to get two episodes every week of Crypto Talk Radio, period, point blank. I will be publishing them on Tuesday, Thursday. I just can't guarantee you're going to be able to hear them on Tuesday, Thursday going forward from the 9th. I will keep you up to date on how that works. Regardless, you will get two episodes per week on Crypto Talk Radio, and you will get the intermittent episodes I do on YouTube. Take care, folks. Please don't FOMO off the red or green candles. It's tough times. I believe we're going to hit some bull run here soon. I could get it wrong, but it feels like it. It feels like we're kind of coming out of it ever slightly. Hold the line. I promise you I'm not going to leave you behind.